Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen on The Fan. It is a final from Miller Park, and the results once again are good as the Brewers take game two of this four-game set. And welcome, everybody. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen, Sam Schmitz is here, and a Brewers 3-2 victory. This was a great baseball game. I mean, this you like baseball. You, you're just a, like a purist, a, just a baseball fan. This is a game for you because this was pretty intense from the start. It was intense. Luis Castillo and, and Brandon Woodruff going at it, toe-to-toe here. And uh, we touched a little bit about it on, on the uh, on-deck show, about if, if you're into pitching, this is, this is a beauty. And this was a beauty. And right in the middle of the game, though, things got a little sideways. You're seeing a little more sense of urgency, not just on the Brewers' side of things, but you're definitely seeing it on the Cincinnati Reds' side of things. You can do a kind of a knockout blow with a couple of more victories over the Cincinnati Reds. I don't know who got ejected late in that game. I, I want to say, Sam, was it Votto and Bell or just Votto? I'm not sure. Yep, Votto and Bell. That They both got ejected. Okay. Votto, a very rare occurrence, four strikeouts in the ball game. Couldn't have happened to a better dude. Just absolutely. That's just the cherry on top of Sunday here. But they get the victory in a, another clean game by the crew. And just in the nick of time, you rattle off a couple of victories here to make up for the four-game losing streak and then run your record to 13-15. and 15. And honestly, guys, I think you're seeing now a little bit of the turning of the corner here in, in terms of a little bit more energy, a little bit more sense of urgency. We saw it last night a little bit, and I loved it. And those of you who tuned into the show last night, you know it aggressive, go-get-em kind of attitude right now. And you, you really had no choice but to do that. Change your philosophy just a little bit and start going at these guys. Start attacking these guys. And you all, I believe it was a hit and run. Now, we may find out with Craig Council that it was not, but early on in the game, uh, Avisail Garcia was going, swinging a miss by Keston Hira. He was thrown out in that first inning, but... I, I want to say that that was a hit and run, and that's rare for Craig Council to just go a little bit more on the attack. And what can you say about Brandon Woodruff? I'm not sure, I'm not sure we've yet to see the best of Woody this year. 
But early on in this game, we did. We definitely did. Now the tide turns a little bit. We get the guy, we get the pitcher on the mound that sets nine up, nine down. How many times has that happened to the Brewers' offense this year? Nine up, nine down, quite a bit. Way too much. In fact, probably way too much to even document. But Woody was getting it done today, and that middle of the game, we'll get to that. You want to react to this one? It's a huge win, guys. They're all huge. Now, from here on out, you're almost talking this had a little bit of a playoff feel. And I know it's game number 28. I get all that. But we're looking at the dog days of summer here. It's really, we fast-forwarded to the dog days of summer pennant race. So those of you in a 162 that believe a pennant race is, we've debated this over, over the times, uh, over the years, uh, you know, August 10th. Some people say the fifth middle of August. They'll say that's really when the real pennant race begins. Well, here we are. We're, we're, uh, we're late August here, and we've got ourselves a pennant race here. That, that's what's going on, a playoff chase. Call it what you want. I mean, some people have had some issues with, a, with me saying a pennant race on a team that's a couple of games under five hundred. I understand that. So how about a playoff push? Fair enough. A great ball game today. That's what it was. Brewers get the win. First inning, let's go back to our game recap here. Woody strikes out the side on 11 pitches. I thought for a second there he was headed for an immaculate inning. Those of you not familiar with that term, that's nine pitches, three strikeouts. We almost had it later on in the game. More on that in just a bit. Bottom of the first inning started well for the Brewers, a base hit by Avasail Garcia. But that strikeout uh, by Yelich, but that strikeout by uh, Keston Hira, or I should say a swing and a miss, the caught stealing there, I think it was, uh, I'm pretty sure it was a hit and run. Maybe I'm wrong. But I, I would be pretty impressed if it were a hit and run right there, just to spark things a little bit. Uh, Hira did end up striking out on the play. To the second, no score, top or bottom. Woody's got four strikeouts through the two. Castillo with four strikeouts. He's matching them through the two innings. A one-out walk to Narvaez in that second inning. Against Castillo, the Brewers did have a base runner in each of those innings. Make it nine up, nine down for Woody's with five Ks in uh, in that third inning as he gets through there unscathed. Brewers 1-2-3 in the bottom half of their third inning. couple of more strikeouts to the fourth. Reds get to Woody in the fourth inning. This was a little bit of bad luck, though. I, I got to say for Woody in that fourth inning. Let's see here. Here's, here's how it shook out. Uh, with one out after a strikeout to Votto, he hits Castellanos. Then he gets Winker. So there's two outs and just, just a simple runner aboard, the hit-by-pitch. Gets uh, Eugenio Suarez on, on a two-strike count. It's a one-two count. And Suarez with a check swing base hit. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can't necessarily blame Woody on that thing. Suarez wasn't going to put uh, good lumber on it. He checks his swing. It's a base hit. And that puts a couple of runners on. It was going to be our Great Lakes Dragway turning point right there because um, uh, the Brewers ended up coming back, obviously. Uh, after uh, Suarez steals second base, second and third, Moustakas down in the count. A two-out, two-strike, two-run base hit. 
And immediately the uh, Reds not only snap the no-hitter, they snap the shutout. They're up two zip into the bottom of the fourth. Brewers answer back in the bottom of the fourth inning. Yelich with a 10-pitch at-bat, an infield single. That is another Great Lakes Dragway turning point because that was big time. Uh, Followed up by a soft contact single by Keston Hira. And then this play nets the first Brewers run. I don't know the count to Justin Smoke. Bouncing ball over to Votto and a turn to Galvis and he dropped the ball. It goes off his glove and here comes Yelich. He's going to score here at a second. Brewers on the board. Yeah, it's uh, two to one, one in, two on, still nobody out in that inning after a strikeout to Omar Narvaez. Now, Ben Gamble played a, a little bit bigger role here coming up in just a second, and I'll tell you about that um, after this, though. Ben Gamble ties the game. And there's a shot into right field. Castellanos going back, and that is off the wall. Hero will score. Smoke on his way to third. Throw into second is cut off. Run scoring double for Gamble, and we are tied. And nice. I mean, waited back nicely on it, and Gamble able to hit it hard off the wall and right. And just like that, the Brewers tie it up, and they're in business. They're in good shape to score more. Yeah, the lefties in the lineup pay off right there for manager Craig Council. And uh, you get two in, one out, second and third, 2-2 game. And after Sogard pops up for the second out, Orlando Arcia unties this game. Ground ball through, into right field, a base hit, smoke is in. Here comes Gamble tearing around third, throw to the plate, and out at home. Castellanos cuts him down at the plate. Still a good send with two outs. Gamble runs well, but Castellanos throws him out. See, the Brewers may want to check it out. What a good piece of hitting by Orlando Arcia taking that ball into right field. Boy, his swings have been much better this year. Yeah, don't look now. Orlando Arcia is having a good year. And and the Brewers, they they answer the two runs in the top half of the fourth. They answer with three of their own in the bottom half, and that put out at the plate there. That uh, that could have proved costly, but uh, we'll see. Uh, in the fifth inning, Reds come right back. Here's where things get a little sideways. And this, I mean, I was losing my mind in this inning right here. And honestly, Sam, as you were watching this inning play out a little bit, did you feel for Woody a little bit? I was like, man, don't give up this knockout blow. Don't do it after you just take the lead. How were you feeling in that fifth inning? Uh, motions were kind of wild, to say the least. I mean, like you said, even I, I felt bad for even the last inning because really that half swing was like, oh, yep. man, it's going to be one of those nights. And then we get the lead, and then you know, next thing you know, bases are loaded in the next inning. It's like, come on. Yeah, and and it was just I, my, I you're right. My emotions were like, oh baby, single, double, and a walk. Load the bases in the top of the fifth inning off Brandon Woodruff. After they scored two in the fourth, you answer back with three in the bottom half to take the lead. They're right back at you, right in your face with the bases loaded and nobody out. Then we get to the fun stuff. A huge strikeout to Joey Votto right there. Then this occurred, and I don't believe I've ever seen this particular play. And a breaking ball, a liner into right field. That's a base hit. Galvis coming home, and the throw gets there in time. Oh, no. He 
safe at home and now Narvaez bases were loaded if the foot's on the plate he's out yeah because it's a force <laughs> it's you, don't, a, you don't have to tag yeah Ben Gamble yeah, yeah. there you go he's out at home right right oh what work by Gamble umpire forgot <laughs> it was a force I think Freddie Gavis kind of caught no man's land and line drive not sure if Gamble was going to catch it he did not Got a late break on it, and Gamble's throw is right on the money. That goes down as a nine fielder's choice 9-2 force out at the plate. That indeed was the turning point with Great Lakes Dragway, the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, Wisconsin. For event and track rental information, greatlakesdragway.com, because you don't see that. Uh, that's, that's, that's just crazy. Now, what I think happened was the umpire didn't realize that the force play was on. I mean, <laughs> this brings me back to my son playing Little League, where you get like, you know, the 16 year old, 15 year old high school kid umpiring, and he's like, oh, yeah, the, the force was, was on. That's what it reminded me of, but uh, that preserved the lead at that time. That is a 9 2 force at the plate. Woody, a chance to get out of this thing, and he does a pop up. Inventory, single, double, walk, loads the bases. Strikeout, 9-2 force, and pop-up. And I'm going crazy. Woodruff and the Brewers, Houdini getting out of that fifth inning. Lead-off walk to Jace Peterson in the bottom half of the fifth inning. Woodruff, here is a huge inning for Brandon in his outing tonight. That sixth inning proved to be big as uh, the Brewers don't score in the bottom half. They did get a couple of runners on. Uh, Sogard had a two-out walk. Uh, Smoke had a leadoff walk in that inning. But uh, flyout ends that inning into the seventh inning. Still 3-2. Now you got to go go to your bullpen after Woody's day is done. Six innings, just the two runs on four hits. And eight strikeouts as uh, Brent Suter enters. Strikes out the side. Big time. Brent Suter with a big bounce back outing. He got uh, dinged up a little bit his last time out. Neither team scores in the eighth inning, uh, and we move to the ninth. Um, Devin Williams, by the way, there's been another sighting here. And we talked about Devin Williams last night. Devin Williams, I believe, was a pitch or two away from his immaculate inning. He had two strikeouts and six pitches, threw strike one to his third batter. It's almost like he's unhittable, guys. And then Josh Hader locks down his seventh save of the season. And uh, Matt Davidson uh, with a a pinch hit appearance. A little bit of uh, testing your your will there at the end. Maybe it's another too bad comment from Craig Council. Those of you really following Brewers baseball know what I mean. Take our break here. You want to react to uh, this Brewers 3-2 win. This was a great baseball game and a clean baseball game. 799-1250. Again, 414-799-1250. We will hear from Craig Council coming up. Brewers win the second of four. A couple of games uh, after dropping four straight. And back up to two under 500, 13 and 15. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show here on The Fan.
It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on the fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. You know, if you're like me, it, something hits you in this game, and it's something probably hit you a little bit last night, where you just you just sense a little renewed energy or a sense of urgency in this. I, I don't. It's tough to measure those types of things, and I, I think you guys in in my situation, you you, you get a little into trouble here when you try to talk to Craig Council about those things and and other players about those things because their their answer is, you know, we're always trying to. I mean, that's to say we weren't trying uh, three weeks ago. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just that thing that is finally noticeable. Maybe it's that thing that is finally palpable. It's just a, it's just a feel. Maybe it's more than anything else, a little bit of a feel. It certainly feels like they're a little more aggressive baseball team right now to me. And there's a couple of examples of that last night of which attacking early on the fastball with Bauer. Um, you did swing early in counts. You didn't have that many heavy counts. Today, a little bit more of the same. You were in a little bit of attack mode. Again, I'm not sure if it was a hit and run with here and Garcia, but I think it was. Right away in the first inning, you're trying to get the lead early and you're trying to play with the lead. It's just it's just something about it. So you, you had to enjoy this one. 3-2 final, Brewers win their second straight. 414-799-1250, are you kidding me, moment of the game uh, with Gene Wagner plumbing. Woody in all sorts of trouble once the Brewers bounce back for a one-run lead, scoring three times in that fourth inning. Bases juiced, nobody out. He gets a strikeout to Votto. Okay, now you need a ground ball. Castellanos at the dish. Check this out. And a breaking ball, a liner into right field. That's a base hit. Galvis coming home, and the throw gets there. In time! Oh, no! He's safe at home and down Narvaez. Bases were loaded. If the foot's on the plate, he's out. Yeah, because it's a force. <laughs> it's you, a, don't, you don't have to tag. Yeah, Ben Gamble. Yeah, yeah, there you go. He's out at home. Right, right. Oh, what work by Gamble. Umpire forgot. <laughs> it was a force. I think Freddie Galvis kind of caught no man's land. And line drive, not sure if Gamble was going to catch it. He did not. Got a late break on it, and Gamble's throw was right on the money. Hats off to Ben Gamble right there, a 9-2 force at the plate, and uh, Woody then would get a pop-up to get out of that bases loaded. Nobody out jam. Are you kidding me? That was huge. You want to talk about a turning point? That might be the turning point of the season. If you think about it, that highlight from Fox Sports Wisconsin. All right, uh, we go to uh, you guys, 414-799-1250. Does it seem like there's a little more sense of urgency here? I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. I don't want to backpedal on this. I, I really don't. I'm, you know, I, I think there is. I sense that there is. But is it just because they've won a couple of games? I don't think so. I think we're seeing some aggressive uh, nature by Craig Council as well. He went right back to the well with Williams and Hayter tonight. One-run game, got to have it. Brent Suter, hats off to him too. 414-799-1250. Let's go to court. Here's your song, buddy. Them boys. Them boys. 
What's up, Timmy? What's going on? You got to be happy with this one. You hear me smiling ear to ear. You can see it on my face, man. Absolutely. I mean, like you said, it's it's got to be a turning point in the season. And we all know that this team is capable of streaking. And with the 10-game homestand, I don't think there's a better time for us to get it done. And if that's the juice that we need to fill our cup to get us the streak that we need, then I'll take it. And I don't know. Maybe that play at home play got the juices flowing, Tim. What do you think? I Hey, I'm excited about it. It was another clean game by the crew. And, and hey, manager Craig Council is going to have to manage a little bit different court. He is. And, and so they all are. You see it slipping over on the other side of the diamond there with – the Cincinnati Reds, they knew full well coming into the series that, you know, there's going to be one man left standing here if somebody wins three or four, and, that, and that's huge. And, and you see, see and you're seeing it come apart a little bit for Cincinnati. They know that it's a sense of urgency. And on the other end, council, little fist pump, loving this win. That's big time. Court, enjoy it. Absolutely, baby. And hater in the ninth, don't baby him. <laughs> Run them out there as much as we can. It's a short season. We all love to see it. It's a short season. Let's get her done. Them boys, baby. Them boys. Them boys. And you know what? The key to it might be one of the um, Brewers acquiring or signing one of the uh, members of the All-420 team. That's uh, Justin Smoke. So maybe that maybe that's the key to victory right there. Maybe. <laughs> see you later, Court. All right, Tim. Take care. Take it easy. 414-799-1250. It's just, that's crazy. All right, uh, Mike, we'll get you in here before the break. we got to hear from Craig Council, Brandon Woodruff coming up. This might be the last start for Woody before he goes on paternity. But uh, maybe not, though. Although, uh, if... if uh, if his wife doesn't go into labor, I think they're going to induce on the that first, and I that means he could start on the thirtieth. So we don't quite know, but we'll hear from Brandon Woodruff anyway. Mike, go ahead. You're on the Baby Shade and Blind post game show. And our pitching is is lights out, and uh, hopefully this is a sign that we're waking up. We lost four in a row. Um, you know, Council started to feel there is urgency. You know, he was. Uh, Backing what he decided that he's got a guys, uh, you know, 20 games. You know, he's got to see what they can do. But he's starting to make uh, make moves. I think uh, like there is urgent. And uh, yeah, I just hope our pitching stays like this, uh, especially those new arms. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm going to hop off because I'm not making much sense. And I'm waiting. <laughs> no, you're you're good. All right, all right, Mike. Thank you, thank you, sir. 28 games. Uh, if there's a sense of urgency, uh, I've noticed a little bit. Uh, if if there is to you, um, that might be a good thing. They're two games away from the halfway mark, tomorrow and Thursday. And then you're at 30 games in. Well, Mike made a point, the pitching. I want to get into that uh, coming up in just a little bit. Well, let's just do a little gut check here. On the Brewers starters, their ERA and ranks, and their bullpen. ERA and ranks. Now, we know that, that when they've lost, there's been a couple of games spin out of control here. We, we get that. Over the weekend, you had a 12-5. You had a 12-2 against Cincinnati a couple of weeks ago. You had a 9-1 uh, all losses against the Chicago Cubs. 
So those are the three kind of spin away sideways games where you gave up a bunch of uh, offensive output. Uh, but outside of that, I think Mike might be right. The pitching has been really good, despite a six-plus ERA out of Lindblom. Brent Anderson's doing exactly what I thought he would do. 13-9 and last year for the Oakland A's with a 3-7 ERA. He's doing exactly that. That's what he's doing. Woody's Woody. Not quite Woody-like, I think, on, on the more uh, elite-level thing, but still pitching and staying in games. Heck, tonight. Look, look at this. I mean, he was cruising early on this one. It looked about, for three innings, about as good as he's, he's looked here. But at the end of the day, he loses it in the, uh, you know, the fourth and the fifth innings, wiggles out of trouble in that fifth. And at the end of the day, it's six innings of four-hit, two-run baseball. That's what good pitchers do. Adrian Hauser last time out, seven innings, four runs given up. That's a decent outing, guys. If six runs, I'm sorry, six innings and three runs is a quality start, we'll do you one better. Seven innings, four runs, that's still a quality start in my book. It is. You leave it up to the bullpen to, to get six outs, uh, you should win that baseball game. Uh, so, again, Corbin Burns, a bounce-back year. We talked about him last night. Bounce-back season. The pitching is good. It is good. I think it's fair to say the pitching is good. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back here from uh, Woody on the way in a bit. Greg Council on the way in the bit in just a bit. Are you uh, are you guys seeing what I'm seeing here with a little more? And again, I, for lack of another term, energy or maybe urgency might be a little bit better way to put it. And it's not just because they're winning. They could have lost this game. I'm saying the same thing. But it seems to me that it's a little better sense of urgency here. Baby Shade and Blind Post Game Show, a great baseball game tonight. Brewers win game two, 3-2 final. We're coming right back on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on The Fan. There was a no-hitter in baseball tonight. We'll have the details coming up for you in just a little bit, and it's a baseball team that uh, I know Sam Schmidt's producing the show tonight. Both of us really like this team. We didn't like them for a four-game run earlier this year, but we like them now. Uh, They are a team to be on the watch for the next, uh, I don't know, three-, four-year window. It's, uh, it's, It's a pretty fun team to watch, I will say that. All right, uh, manager Craig Council after the game has got to be pretty pleased. Two huge bounce-back victories in division here against the Cincinnati Reds where they both come in uh, yesterday's game, four games under five hundred. And, you know, if, if one team happens to get a sweep, it might be a knockout blow to put the other eight games under five hundred and on the outside looking in. I'm not... Getting the card ahead of the horse here quite yet, but these two teams are playing like this is a playoff series. I will say that. And it feels like one. You're watching the games too, guys. Want to comment? 414-799-1250. Woody and the offense doing just enough to get it done. Here's uh, manager Craig Council after the win. Craig, yesterday you talked about getting a complete game, offense, defense, pitching. Today it seems like you add a little bit of luck into the mix. 
Oh, well, this, that happens in most games. There's a little bit of luck in every baseball game. Um, you know, they got, they got two runs on a check swing single. So luck's, luck's a part of this, um, every night. Um, but, um, you know, what player are you referring to? Uh, you could use either the, uh, Joey Votto error or, you know, uh, uh, Gamble's, you know, good throw there. That wasn't lucky. That was a good play. Oh. That was a really good play. There's no, there's nothing lucky about that. That's good baseball play. Craig, um, did that one just, just fool the up? Did he just sort of have to gather the situation again? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, it, there, there's the force play at home from the outfield is just not a play you ever see. So I, I think he just lost track of what was going on. Um, you know, in the end, it, it wouldn't have been that big a deal. We would have reviewed it. They would have reversed it. You know, it, it wasn't that big of an issue, to be honest with you. When's the last time you remember being part of the game where something like that happened, uh, an outfield assist on what appears to be a base hit, that type of thing from, at the uh, plate? Uh, July 7th, 1986. Matt's so you don't remember the last time? Phillies. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's uh, we had a, it was the other day, you know, what was interesting is I thought that, well, it was first and third, I guess the other day in Minnesota. So that wouldn't have been a force, but no, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, it, it, you know, it happened. That's the play it happens on and that play where he's got to tag up, but Gamble, is, but the outfielder is, is going, you know, towards the plate. So he's, you know, he's got a lot of momentum and, and Galvis got no choice but to tag up. Um, so there, there's nothing, um, you know, it, it was similar to the Jerko play and that that's what the runner has to do. You know, he has to go back and tag up. Um, there's, that's the only thing he can do. So, you know, it might happen on a shorter pop-up, I guess would be the other, other thing it might happen on. I don't know. I don't know when the last time it happened. Did Mike, Call Elias or no? Since we're done. Okay, Mike. Mike will have an answer for you guys. Craig, one, one very alert part that's, of that. That's Mike's specialty. That's a little disappointing. Craig, one, uh, one very alert part of that play was what Omar did. He stretched like a first baseman. You know, he without without him keeping his foot on the plate and doing a nice stretch, it might not have gone your way. Yeah, no, it was it was a great throw, and it was obviously heads up by Omar to understand the situation. Um, and, and then it was just, you know, and then I thought just Woody just bowed his neck kind of and, and did a great job getting out of the inning, um, you know, with, with um, you know, just some big pitches, right? So it was there, – there was a lot of good stuff that inning for sure. Hey, Craig, uh, you've gotten a lot of – really good starting pitching lately from, uh, you know, Brendan Woodruff and Brett Anderson, of course, last night, it seems like since uh, Brett Anderson's gotten back and since Corbin Burns was reinserted, you guys have got a string of good starting pitching. Just curious what your thoughts are on that and just how that kind of changes or maybe enhances the identity of this team. Well, it's, it's, it's really what, you know, how we've won baseball games this year is, is, very solid to, to plus starting pitching and then, and then some great late inning relief work. Um, 
and we've had to, you know, close out close games and, you know, Devin and Josh have been outstanding. David Phelps has been really, really good. Um, so the starting pitching is, you know, again, tonight we're doing a beautiful job. I mean, six innings tonight, six innings yesterday. Um, that's, that's, that's great work. I mean, that sets up, sets up those guys in the bullpen to, to get the innings they're supposed to get um, and, and for us to get the right guys into the game. Craig, I know the results speak for themselves, but how much are you enjoying watching Josh do this outing after outing and you know, still not giving up a hit? Yeah, I mean, I think, look, we, we you know, it, at times, I, I, I don't know if this is the right thing to say, but we should never take Josh for granted because, I mean, what he does is been so brilliant here um, and, and he continues to do it. Um, and, and it's just been, you know, he's, he's been the reliever of the year a couple of years and, and it's, and he's, and he's doing, doing it again. Um, and it's, it's just a, a statement on how great he is. Um, I, I, what he's done this year, how he's, how he works so hard at, you know, the slider and, and it's been a big pitch for him and he's used it really effectively. Um, I applaud him for that. I give him credit. It's what great players do. They continue to make adjustments um, so I, I think, you know, we're lucky he's on our side. i tell you that. Craig, that was a nice bounce back by uh suitor too. He had a little bit of a rough outing the other day in Pittsburgh. He strikes out three guys in a row and he strikes you out so fast. You have to ask if he even got three strikes, you know, it's unbelievable how fast he strikes three guys out. Yeah. He was really sharp today. Um, and it, it, um, you know, for, for whatever reason in Pittsburgh the other day, it was, it was, it just wasn't sharp, but I think, you know, really the, it's almost the first swing a guy takes, you can kind of tell what's going to happen in the, in the outing. And he was, he was just sharp today and um, he was up in the zone. And usually that also means that the ball is moving a whole bunch when um, you start seeing the funky swing. So um, that was, a, it was a tough inning for him. Urban's Urban's been a little bit of a thorn in his side um, before, Um so it was, it was, it wasn't, it was, it wasn't an easy inning. That's for sure. Your pitcher struck out a lot of hitters tonight. We, we, we can't ever remember seeing Joey Votto strike out four times. No, yeah, you're not, I don't remember seeing that one. Um, but we, we, we pitched him well, we pitched him tough. Um, you know, I was Woody going out. The other thing I thought was really big is how Woody went out there for that sixth inning. There was that, the fifth inning was so emotional, um, and, and he had to make some huge pitches. And I thought him going out there in the sixth and delivering three outs, um, you know, kind of whole home three outs, but with with good stuff was was a big deal. Um, that's what that's what guys you the starters that you lean on. That's what they do. You know, they can they can put that they can put that inning behind them. Um, and come out and deliver another inning. Um, and and I, was, I was really proud of him for doing that. I thought that was that was big time stuff. A little bit unnoticed in the game tonight. It set your bullpen up too, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, we had I think we had Brent available for multiple innings tonight, but um, it it uh, that sets Brent to to come back a little sooner now. Was was there much of a discussion on that, or did you know that he was going to? take that inning 
Yeah, I mean, we were we were probably hitter to hitter at that point, um, just because the fifth was so tough and so emotional. The, the 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 first hitter made sense. It was Suarez for for Woody to go back out there, um, and and we were just at that point we were hitter to hitter. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind post game show. It's time for the current electric spark of the game during today's game on the fan. Go to callcurrent.com for your superhero electricians. Yeah, you know where I'm headed with this spark of the game, right? Bases juiced in that fifth inning, and there's one out. Uh, Woodruff with the bases loaded. Nobody out strikes Alvado. And how about this second out? This was a big spark. And a breaking ball, a liner into right field. That's a base hit. Galvis coming home, and the throw gets there in yeah. time. He's safe at home, and now Narvaez, bases were loaded. If the foot's on the plate, he's out. Yeah, because it's a force. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to tag. Yeah, Ben Gamble. Yeah, yeah, there you go. He's out at home. Right, right. Oh, what work by Gamble. Umpire forgot. <laughs> it was a force. I think Freddie Gavis kind of caught no man's land. And line drive. Not sure if Gamble was going to catch it. He did not. Got a late break on it, and Gamble's throw was right on the money. Yeah, there it was on Fox Sports Wisconsin, the current electric spark of the game, and Chuck Smith and the gang at Current Electric going crazy after that one. Sparked a uh, Brewers victory for sure. And just taking a look at uh, some of the uh, pitching numbers here. Now, again, we have to uh, consider the following. Some of these numbers do include um, guys like Justin Grimm, Guys like Angel Perdomo, guys like Eric Lauer. You recall those guys, right? Gave up a bunch of runs. They did. 16 is the rank for both starting and bullpen uh, combined for the Milwaukee Brewers. Just over a 4 ERA for the bullpen. And again, if you collectively throw in uh, the three-pack of Devin Williams and David Phelps and Josh Hader, minuscule guy like Devin Williams 0.77 guy like Josh Hader I don't even think he has an ERA (laughs) so I mean those three dudes are getting it done Brent Suter again that little bump in the road before Brewers uh starting rotation on the other hand that's a, a little gaudy and it's a little bit higher than I thought but again we have to consider that uh Eric Lauer gave up 12 runs in a couple of couple of games and so that's going to balloon that thing up there. Five nine is that what you said, Sam? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, and so that's a little lofty, but it's starting to settle in. Brett Anderson, that, that, that again, that's a Josh Lindblom six six. Uh, Brett Anderson settling in. It's uh, Brandon Woodruff, obviously. It's it's Corbin Burns. It's Adrian Hauser. So those four this uh, of the five really have been doing an outstanding job. So middle of the pack so far. You would think the Brewers, um, you know, a lot of people think they suck. You would think then that their starting rotation combined with their bullpen would be a lot lower than 16 rank in all of baseball. Not the case. It's really not the case. Chevy MVB is brought to you by Chevy. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. I'm going to give it to Ben Gamble. Now, as much as I wanted Ryan Braun to play in this game, this is how fickle baseball can be. 
So he goes with Ben Gamble in this one. I guess for the sake of the argument, he could have sat Jace Peterson and and went with Gamble and Braun. But the mere fact that he sat Braun, went with Ben Gamble, the um, the play he had right there, the spark of the game, and also an RBI double to tie the ball game, just saying. That's why Craig Council gets paid, and I don't. That's just, that's just the way it is. Brandon Woodruff, we'll hear from him coming up in just a little while. I want to get his thoughts on uh, how he was feeling after that fifth inning for sure. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen after a Brewers 3-2 victory to take game two of this four-game set. We're coming right back. We'll hear from Brandon Woodruff next on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game. On the fan, it's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. You cannot argue with the Brewers pitchers today, man. They strike out 13 Cincinnati Red hitters. Uh, they allow, what, four hits in this baseball game? 13 Ks and uh, and just the two runs? And again, you heard Craig Council there say, hey, lucky? I don't know. I don't know about that. There's luck in every baseball game. I had not heard that before. I like that. I mean, you know there is, but you just never really heard it that way. Hey, there's luck in every baseball game, but Red's a little lucky on that check swing, and I really thought that that was going to be a turning point in this game, the check swing by... Suarez to get on base, setting the table for Mustakis and a two-strike, two-run, two-out RBI base hit. But uh, didn't didn't uh, come back to haunt him at all. The Brewers earned this victory, that's for sure, uh, with Brandon Woodruff, Suter, Williams, along with Josh Hader. Now, just one more thing before we hear from Woody. You know, I, I didn't think we'd get to this, but a seventh-inning reliever for one inning, and that's Brent Suter. He doesn't profile too too well as one of your late guy guns, right? But he got it done today, striking out the side in the seventh inning of a one-run baseball game. Well, you really had to have it. That's big-time stuff from Suter. Uh, In the meantime, we'll hear from uh, Brandon Woodruff here. As I told you before, he announced uh, prior to the game today that uh, they were going to induce labor on his pregnant wife uh, having a child on uh, September 1st. Well, his next start then would be August 30th. So unless she goes into labor by then, Woody's going to get another start before he leaves for the birth of his child. And let's uh, check his pulse here after a Brewers 3-2 win. Brandon, have you ever seen a play remotely like that one, force play at home? Um, I was, so as soon as that happened after the outing, I was, uh, I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't think, you know, we may not ever see that again, you know, a nine, two force out. Uh, it was very confusing. Um, but I think the baseball gods were kind of on my side there a little bit. Um, I kind of chalk it up as the, the Suarez at bat where I, you know, got him fooled and then it was kind of like a you know just a, a push bunt kind of hit and i think that was kind of like baseball's god saying hey man we got your back so um i'm glad it happened but i don't think we may not ever see that type of play again that was really really weird weird 
Woody, I was going to bring that same thing up that how the how your luck totally changed. You know, yeah. you, oh, yeah. you Nick Castellanos with a pitch, yeah. um, Suarez checks his swing. So you have Buzzard's luck one inning, and then yeah. the next inning, uh, you know, you call on three and two on Votto, you know, and then and then that play at the plate. I mean, in baseball, it, here, baseball is a beautiful thing. Um, it can drive you nuts one inning and then they can be your best friend the next. So um, I think that's, you know, that's, that's why this, I think this is the greatest game ever. You know, um, you just have so much stuff that can happen. You never know uh, that whole inning. When I got bases loaded there, I was just telling myself kind of stay within yourself, kind of, you know, make some pitches here and um, you know, see what happens. But when that play happened, um, it took me right back to Minnesota with one out, bases loaded against Cruz, and got a double play. So um, that kind of got me th- through that inning. And then, uh, you know, was able to bounce back and have a quick one, two, three in the sixth, and uh, which was which was really nice. So, um, yeah, pretty, pretty pleased. Was able to kind of do some things I've been trying to do the first six starts and was doing that early on. So. Woody, maybe an underrated part of that play was um, Omar making that stretch to right field. I mean, he looked yeah. almost like a first baseman there. That's a heads-up play by two, by him, too, isn't it? It was huge. Um, and he called a great game tonight and did a great job of, um, you know, kind of managing the game. And that play right there was big because a lot of people were confused. Um you know, the base runners were confused. The the umpire was confused on the play. He thought it was not a force out when, you know, he slid in. So um, it was a lot of chaos going on there. So um, just a yeah, good heads up play to really stretch out because it was it was close. So um, that was big. And that honestly, that propelled me to the rest of that inning and into the sixth. Woody, we, we think we might have seen something else we've never seen before in that game. You ever remember seeing Joey Votto strike out four times? Um, they were talking about that on the broadcast um, in the clubhouse. I think they said the last time that had happened was in 2008. So uh, that would have been probably, I guess, his first full season. Um, yeah, that's – I mean, extremely – he's got really good numbers off of me, and I knew that coming in. Uh, he's always been a tough out, um, and that lineup is really good. Um, they stacked the lefties in there today. They, I think they had seven. So um, I knew I had to come out and, and make some pitches, and especially to, to Joey. He's such a good contact-oriented, you know, hitter, and he, he knows the zone really well, so you really have to make good pitches to him. So, um, you know, was fortunate I was able to do that tonight, and, you know, baseball's – it's a it's a funny game. So, what's a crazier stat for you, uh, Williams now having twenty five strikeouts in eleven innings, or Josh having no hits or runs allowed all season? Uh, I think both are very impressive. <laughs> you know, I I think the no hit thing is pretty darn good because um, you, you did so many factors that can go into getting a hit, like you know. And Devin just – his changeup's unbelievable. Um, you see it night in, night out. Um, I think it's one pitch that everybody wishes they could throw like him. Uh, it's unique. And um, they're both – you know, they're holding down the back end. Him and uh, Devin, Hader, and Phelps, man, that's, that's, that's the guys on the back end. So, uh, anytime we can get it to those guys, um, we feel good about our chances. 
Suter with three strikeouts, too. Would and Suter, yeah. Don't let me forget my roommate. Yeah, Suter. He got a strikeout on a changeup tonight, which he's been working really hard on. So, um, if you see him or talk to him over Zoom, let him know, like, how he's been working on that really hard. So, <laughs> Woody, does uh does that combination of of Phelps and Williams and and Josh feel like 2018 when you guys had JJ and Corey and Hader and just what a nightmare matchup that is for the other team on a nightly basis? Yeah, I think so far we've seen that, and you can't leave out Brent either. So I don't want to I don't want to forget him anymore. So um, no, I think. Anytime that we've got the lead and we can get to that sixth, seventh inning and beyond, I think we're in a good spot. Um, that's kind of how our team's been built the last, you know, few years. So um, try to combine that with some good starting pitching and get it to the back end, and that's kind of been our game. So, um, and I, you know, they've done a good job. Um, the bullpen and has done really good of, you know, putting up some zeros. So. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on The Fan. Brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local 113. Feel the power. On the web at liuna113.org. Okay, you just heard from Brandon Woodruff right there. And I don't want to slight the Brewers starters throughout the year. Yeah, not a 5-9 ERA. That's a 4-9 collective ERA. So, a 407. ERA for the uh, bullpen, 4.93 for the starting rotation, and coming down. Both of those are coming down. And we're seeing sort of the weeding out process here, uh, especially in that bullpen. Uh, when they started out with Eric Lauer and Corbin Burns in that pen, and obviously Freddie Peralta's out there, but you know Justin Grimm was out there too. We're seeing Angel Perdomo was out there for a while. So we're seeing a, a few moves in there that uh, bring in those numbers. Uh, down to uh, where they rank now, 16th, and and getting better. So, And the Brewers win tonight, 3-2 final. Let's check out the numbers uh, in this big Brewers victory for sure. Avisail Garcia in the leadoff spot uh, again tonight, uh, one for four. However, he did strike out three times. Christian Yelich goes one for four with a run scored. Keston Hira, one for four, one run scored. Justin Smoke, 0 for three. One run scored. He also drew a walk. Narvaez, 0 for 3 with a walk. Ben Gamble, big day. 1 for 3, one big RBI. Uh, let's see here. After uh, Ben Gamble, uh, Eric Sogard goes 0 for 2, and uh, he did draw a walk as well. Orlando Arcia goes 1 for 3. Uh, an RBI, Jace Peterson 0 for 1, and Mark Mathias. They both go 0 for 1. Pitching lines in tonight's ball game. Brandon Woodruff, six innings, four hits, two runs, uh, one walk, and eight strikeouts. 96 pitches for Woody. Brent Suter, outstanding. One inning, zeros until you get to the strikeout column. Three of them. Devin William, one inning. Clean all the way through until you get to the strikeout column. Two there. Josh Hader, one inning, zeros all the way, uh, all balls in play. As uh, the Brewers get three runs on just five hits, no errors. The Reds, two runs on only four hits, one error. The win goes to Woody. He is now 2-2. Two and two, And the loss goes to Luis Castillo. He is 0-4. And, and Josh Hader, his seventh save on the season. There was a no-hitter in baseball tonight. 
And uh, we'll, we'll check the details on that. Also, did the Cubs win? Can the Brewers get within four and a half of first place? Hit the National League scoreboard and any Major League Baseball major news. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Brewers win a pretty intense ball game, a great ball game, 3-2 final. We'll be right back on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, and it's time to check the Major League scoreboard on The Fan. Well, we know the NL Central in this one, uh, Brewers over the Cincinnati Reds, 3-2 the final. Uh, Tim Allen, final couple of minutes, Sam Schmitz uh, on as well. And uh, Sam, the no-hitter in Major League Baseball, a near miss on a perfect game, though. Who had it? Lucas Giolito of the Chicago White Sox. And like you said, so close to a perfect game. 13 strikeouts for Giolito on 101 pitches, only one walk. Neither, neither team had an error, so literally just one batter away. It was all small uh, ball runs for the Chicago White Sox. Tim Anderson, Aloy Jimenez, James McCann, and Adam Engel driving in a run for the Chicago White Sox. Stephen Brault gets lost for Pittsburgh. He's now 0-1 in the year, but man, talk about a night for Lucas Giolito. Unless you've got the Chicago White Sox, just keep finding ways to impress. Yep. Yeah, they are, and they're a fun team to watch. And we, you and I had discussed the White Sox, I, I think both on and off the air, uh, about uh, you know the, they they are a really fun team to watch. Number one, but they're still on the ascending side of things. I mean, they're nowhere near as good as they're going to be, and they're good now. Don't get me wrong; they're 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 pretty damn good right now. But you think a, a, a couple of moves here? I'm not saying they're going to win the World Series this year. Although this year, who who knows? They might. Um, could you imagine, Sam? Dipping back into free agency a little bit, Oof. maybe making a trade or two to grab an arm, uh, both in the bullpen and uh, in the rotation. They're going to be a dominating force. They really are. Well, I can tell you this: teams are want to are going to want to play with them. Uh, you know, guys who are in free agency are going to want to come to Chicago to play For with sure. these guys because they're so young. They have so much, you know, controllable talent. Whether it be like you know service time and stuff like that, because you got Luis Robert, Aloy Jimenez, Yuan Mankata. I mean, those guys. Really haven't yep. touched any of their years of arbitration yet, so it's it's just insane to think about what they can do for the next couple of years. How about the other team in Chicago? The other team in Chicago. How about the Detroit Tigers tonight beating the Chicago Cubs? Final score seven to one. Tim, former Brewer Jonathan Scope hit a grand slam tonight. <laughs> he now has seven home runs on the year. Only run what? for jeez. Oh, what happened to him in Milwaukee, man? A couple I don't know. of years it's ago. It's just sometimes we, I think when you change sceneries like that so quick, it you yeah. it can sometimes stick in your head, and it just unfortunately that guy just couldn't get over the hump. So is that right? Then the Brewers would be just four and a half back of Chicago right now. Yep, absolutely. I think that's I think that's accurate. Wow. Okay. See, uh, frustration maybe uh, when David Stearns the other day said, "Yeah, everyone's frustrated here, but we could maybe use that to help us out." Well, it's helped them out for two games. They've uh, picked up a game or two since then. Technically in second place, too, if you want to think about the St. Louis Cardinals currently sitting in second place based on winning percentage. But mm-hmm. they fall to the Kansas City Royals tonight. Final score, 5-4. to four. Cardinals had the runners in the corners with the tying run on third in the bottom of the ninth inning but could not convert. Reliever Josh Stauman got his first win of the season. He's now 1-1. One a reliever I'll recommend if you think the Brewers are one arm short. I would love to try to acquire Josh if possible, but we'll see. Uh, Trevor Rosenthal ends up getting his seventh save of the season. John Grant gets charged with the loss. He's now 0-1. Wow. 
Is that the dude you were telling me about? Looks like Hater. Looks like Hater throws a hundred miles per hour in the fastball every time and has an eighty mile per hour curveball to complement yeah. it. I'm not sure buyers or sellers what the Brewers are going to be doing here, but the trade deadline is what Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, just a name to keep an eye on. Up and coming yeah. young talent. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. All right, good job, Sam Schmitz. Uh, tomorrow. We'll get you ready for game three of this four-game set. Brewers and Reds. It's going to be Adrian Hauser on the hill. It's going to be Sonny Gray on the hill. They did uh, ding up uh, Sonny Gray a couple of weeks ago, did the Brewers. But uh, he's tough, too. Man, he comes in number looking good, a 2-1 ERA. And uh, Adrian Hauser, uh, know this, my friend. Cincinnati's got a little bit. I wouldn't say their fullback is against the wall, but it's getting close. I mean, they're sitting here at uh, five games under 500. Check that six games under 500. Uh, yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna want to attack Adrian Hauser. So tomorrow, uh, hopefully uh, Hauser can get on a roll early, and the Brewers' offense maybe gets on Gray. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show gets uh, gets you ready. Uh, check that. That will not happen tomorrow. Jeez, we got we've got the uh, Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show celebrating a round one victory for the Milwaukee Bucks. But after the last pitch tomorrow, make the switch. Brewers hopefully make it three in a row over the Reds, and we'll talk Brewers baseball, Baby Shade and Blind post game show. Uh, I'll be here. You guys have a great night for Sam Schmitz. My name is Tim Allen, and remember, enjoy this one. Great baseball game. Brewers win three two. Smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.